was Kristen. <laughs> Kristen, I'm so sorry. I messed it up. Welcome to Cold Coffee. This is episode 23. Which is our last episode before the holidays. Hey, Kristen, say something, because I feel like I'm Hello. failing you. Am I failing you? No, I love <laughs> I love the way you start the shows. They're so organic and perfect. Yes, welcome to Cold Coffee. Uh, it is, it is, and what uh, we are actually going on hiatus I after know. this episode. So savor this last episode, friends, because Tova and I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put, nicely put. We do, we do need a break. Uh, so what, episode 23, right? Long- Can you believe we've done almost, yeah. gosh, so many episodes. It's and the it's longest season a- in the history of seasons. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, so after the new year, Tova and I are going to make some changes to cold coffee. We love the show. We love the format. We're still going to do it, but we just don't want to do it quite as often. We both have kids. We both have other jobs. We actually have husbands that need to see us every once in a while. So we're going to um, perhaps do less episodes, but do it as a season. So we'll we'll let you know as we figure it out. By the way, um, I just want to point out, I don't feel like, I feel like my husband's very happy that I have all these outlets to speak. Like, no, really, because I do speak a lot, Kristen. Like, I feel like you speak a lot too. So I think he's so happy that I have a podcast, that I do like a couple of Facebook lives, you know, and I'm just like chatting, chatting, chatting. And I think he thinks it's going to wear me out. It hasn't, by the way. (laughs) I was going to say maybe when you're with him at night, you're tired of talking, but no. I'm not. You know, what's really, um, and I know Mike's out of town right now. My husband's out of town as well. And Mm -hmm. he tried to call me last night and I was just so tired. I was. I didn't want to talk. I was wow. like, I'm sorry. Can we just talk tomorrow? Was he? In chat? Uh, I just. Was I need he, like, no, what? no. It was late. <laughs> you know, he's in. I don't know. He's on the West Coast, so mm-hmm. there's a time difference. So it was late. Right. But how is your week? How are things been going for you? Are you ready for Hanukkah? It's uh, almost here. I love it that you know about Hanukkah more than me. I actually asked my sister yesterday, when is Hanukkah? I feel like I'm missing it, but I haven't. It's no, it's, it's a- the twelfth, right? <laughs> the first day is the twelfth. <laughs> Do you light the menorah, Kristen? I need to know this. No, no but um, here in South Florida, there's a, a very um, large Jewish population, mm-hmm. and all of our cities are decorated just as much in so nice. uh, Hanukkah paraphernalia as the Christmas. So it's not just red and green. It's a lot of blue. And I have to be honest, uh, even though I'm Christian and Catholic, our school is <laughs> doing a holiday performance, and they're making all the girls wear red or green. And I'm like, but like over half of the kids in school are Jewish in the oh. class. Why are we making them wear the traditional Christmas colors? I actually had a problem with that. I didn't say anything. It's weird because my daughter's school uh, is a state school and it's not a religious school. So there's, um, you know, there's uh, people from like all religion and all, you know, backgrounds and whatever. And it's like um, a really lovely, lovely school, and loads of cultures and they do everything. So like she's doing a nativity play uh, the week after she's doing the Hanukkah party. So it's like, they have like everything. That's why there are so many events in my daughter's school. <laughs> it's just there are. My there are so many events. And the thing is, there? you yeah, there are. And the thing is, so this year, Mike said to me, "Listen, I'm not. We're not going to all the assemblies. Come on, this is ridiculous." Because oh my god, uh, yeah, we're gonna get there. Hang on, we're not going to all the assemblies because usually I kind of we go to the Hanukkah one, then you go to the Christmas one. And I was like, okay, you're right, you're right. We won't go to all of them. And he said, I think we should just go to the Hanukkah one, right? Because Officially, we are Jewish. And I was like, okay, that's fine. 
And then the next thing I know, she comes home and she says, I'm in the nativity play. So what am I going to do? So now I have to go to both. And I'm like, this is insane. So, yes. Oh, that's funny. I think this is that's a really funny. good lead up, actually. I didn't mean it to be for your No, I don't want to get there yet. Okay, post. so okay, I want to tell yet. you guys, okay. I want to tell everybody a story really fast before we get there. But so, first okay. of all, thank you to everyone listening. We always forget to welcome our listeners in. So I want to do it at the very top of the show. We mm-hmm. so appreciate you hanging with us these last 23 episodes. Um, and Tova and I really are on the same wavelength. And mm-hmm. I feel like this show is like just like something that I know everyone enjoys, but I think her and I get the most enjoyment <laughs> out of it. Um, so we appreciate you being here. But so I, um, my little one uh, just turned six. I had a birthday party for her and um, she's a little bit anxious. Like she's always had separation anxiety and had a really hard time, has a really hard time adjusting to new things. Dance classes, it takes her four or five times of crying to let go of my hand. Um, school was really hard adjusting to a big girl elementary school this year. So today was her first field trip. And Tova, she has been fretting for a week, crying every night, scared to go on the bus. Um, you know, we did everything we could. We talked to teachers and friends and I told her, give me something fun. Tell me something fun that's going to happen on the school bus. And she wasn't sure if she wanted to go. And I told her, if you don't want to go, you can stay home with me. I don't care right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to force her to go. I know a lot of parents disagree with me, but I'm not going to force you to go. So this morning when she was, um, I said, okay, Emmy, it's big field trip day. What did you decide? Are we going to school today and going on an adventure? Are you staying home with me? And she said, mommy, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. And I just want to tell you, I feel so lucky to have a mommy that's not making me go if I don't want to. Thank you for letting me choose. And I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, she's the most grateful child in the world. And I swear, I see the world glass half empty a lot of the, a lot of the times, but she is making me see the world through her eyes. And I just, I just feel so grateful to have her to teach me how to be a more positive person. That's amazing. That's my story of the day. Yeah. Isn't she so sweet? That is amazing. Really, really lovely. And especially since, you know, I know what, what week you've had. So I'm so glad yeah. that you had that this morning. I really am. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, by the way, I just want to point out anybody, like, I love how you just said that. So blase. Yeah, we had a birthday. Kristen sent me pictures <laughs> <laughs> of the cake that she made. I swear to God, I thought you bought that cake. I did not for one minute think that you made that. That was, that was just incredible. Incredible. Did, did I message you? Shame on you. Shame on you. Yes. You are, you are shaming me for being a good baker. You know what's so funny, you guys? I, I lo- I've always loved to bake and I just, I made the layers like two weeks ago and froze them off. It took mm. like a half an hour to bake the cake. And I, you know, I, it was just a Duncan Hines box mix. I usually make homemade, but I didn't have time because of work this week. That. But for me, over, like that a, is it, homemade. I mean, well, yeah, but I did a rosette cake <laughs> yeah. and I was so worried. I did it once, like two years ago. I thought it was going to be so hard. It literally took less than 40 minutes to make that cake. But how so did you easy. make the things? Like, how? You just What's use a 1M tip. It's yeah. called a rosette. You just take mm. your baking 1M Wilton tip and you just make a circle, like a little rose. It's so easy and you do it around the cake. It, and it what, was, um, what is it? Is it icing or cream? What yeah, it? it's just buttercream frosting. It's just butter, sugar, um, <laughs> a little bit of vanilla, and I put lemon juice in my frosting oh. to make it taste fresh. So there Beautiful you go. Beautiful cake. And tip. she had a great time, huh? The tea party. Oh, really yeah, posh. a little tea party. Very posh. It was really easy. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's tell everybody what we're talking about. Our topic today, we decided to talk about social media. Again. Self-care. <laughs> yeah, but a different part of social yeah. media, self-care. And if we have time, we'd love to talk about holiday traditions. But you know how, how, how Tove and I go. We just sometimes 
chat about other things. (laughs) Yeah, so social media, I don't know if uh, you guys heard about this, but... um, Apparently, last Monday, uh, Facebook had launched has launched a new app, which is basically a kind of a kitty version of Messenger, I guess. So not so much Facebook, but like a part of Facebook, I guess, uh, for children uh, aged six to thirteen. Um, and like the logic behind it was that there are already so many children, young, uh, younger children, so children under the age of thirteen, who are already using the main app which is obviously kind of inappropriate. I think everybody would agree to that, um, To for children that age. So Facebook real, thought, well, we might as well just create a kiddie version. And the kiddie version has like more parental sort of super, you know, how do you say? Uh, like parents need to approve friends and... Right. Yeah. And like, well, so so basically I just want to, um, I'll, I'll just kind of interject the, the facts yeah, yeah. here. So they built it so children do not sign up for new Facebook accounts. Um, Facebook's terms of service require that if you have an account, you have to be 13 or up. So the the app does require an adult with a Facebook account to set up this app for your child. So basically, your your child can only chat on Messenger mm-hmm. with your friends, or like if your friends have kids their age, you know, your friends can give your, their kid their phone, and it has like you know, it's kind of like Snapchat. It has all the filters and the funny faces, and they can um, draw on it. So Tova wrote something. Um, about this, it was on your blog or your Facebook page. I can't remember uh, on my blog. I think yeah. yeah on my so, website. what's your take? What do you think about this new messaging app yeah, on Facebook? Yeah, I mean, I, I got really upset. To be honest, I wrote quite a furious letter to uh, Mark <laughs> Zuckerberg. <laughs> to Mark. You're on first Zuckerberg. name basis for them. Exactly to my good old friend Mark. No, but I did. I I got really upset. Actually, I I I felt kind of. It was like a. It was a. It was a physical reaction. First, I felt sick. Then I got very upset. And then I wrote a blog post. Um, yeah, I got really upset because I mean, I get all the logic. I totally get it. You know, they were talking about numbers, 20 million kids. They're already on Facebook. Facebook's bad for children that young. You're right. Uh, so let's do something that's more age appropriate. I get the logic. I get it. But then on the other hand, I also feel really the age of six, six, my eldest is six. And like, she's nowhere close to even like thinking about social media. Like yeah, she doesn't have a phone. Six, can you even yeah. write sentences? I mean, she, exactly. I mean, she can barely write. Exactly. She's, she's reading now, but like to her level, you know what I mean? And, and, and she doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have a tablet. She doesn't have those things. And I had no plan. I, I have no plan in her having those things. And I just felt like it was just a quite a, quite a horrible attempt to get children hooked up on Facebook before they lose them to Snapchat. That is the honest truth. I feel like there's nothing in there out of real pure sort of, oh, we're worried for the next generation. And that was kind of what I wrote. No, they're just basically what Facebook is trying to do is lure the next generation of users, right? They're going to be collecting the data of how long your child is on there. It even says that. I mean, Facebook admitted it. They're going to collect the data of how long they're on there, who they're chatting with, where their locations, um, you know, it's just a ploy in my mind and in my opinion for the Facebook people to lure in our kids to be the next addicted and, um, generation. From what I've read, like I know they have promised that there'll be no advertising there and no, you know, that's not for advertising. But I, again, and I, I want to believe that they're going to be true to their word. But then on the other hand, I'm thinking when we started using Facebook, it it didn't look like it looks today. 
Do you know what I mean? It's no, a, nobody even posted no. pictures back there then. No people barely had. There were no advertisement back then, and yeah. now it's all there were about no phones. the exactly. There was no cameras on our phones. Yeah. I mean, if we did have so cameras, it was a crappy BlackBerry. Even if it starts as something quite, you know, maybe okay, just kind of kitty friendly, and it's a messenger. I I worry that in a couple of years it's going to be something totally different. And no, I don't think that a six year old should be on any type, shape, or form of social media. And I know it's just my opinion. I'm sure there are other people who disagree. Some people, by the way, a lot of people commented on that post. Um, majority, I guess, I think agreed, but there were people who sort of said, actually, uh, you know, I, I kind of see the logic. I'd rather my child sort of had a soft kind of start to social media and not immediately go on Facebook. And I get that. I understand like why people are saying we can't live in a bubble. There was a lady for, who works in IT who wrote to me and said, listen, we can't shelter our kids. We can't live in a bubble. And you're right. You're right. It actually, um, I thought about conversations that I've had with you about other topics, like for example, talking about sex and porn and other things with our children. And, you know, and it reminded me, you know, stuff that we've talked about, you can't shelter them. You can't make them live in a bubble. All of that is true. But the age of six, I'm sorry for me, that's just outrageous. There is absolutely no justification in the world for a six year old to be on any type of social media. And in my opinion on phones, in general, just in general. So last night we went to the book fair. My daughter's friend who is now nine has had a phone, since she, an iPhone since she was seven and an Instagram account since she was seven. And last night we were at the book fair and they were doing Snapchat. And I said, I pulled her out of there. I said, no, you can't do that. You can't post that online. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lila's not allowed to be on Snapchat. I'm sorry. You know, um, but I do let, I will say this. I do like if I have a call or I have to get something done and I'm at a public place and my kids are going like just crazy ape shit, mm-hmm. I will give them my phone and let them play with the filters on mm-hmm. Snapchat or Insta stories. Not, they don't post it, but just it keep, yeah. keeps them quiet for 10 minutes when I need a distraction. Um, you know, but I agree with you. I don't like this and I, I don't want my kids on social media until they're at least 13 to 16 because yeah. there's still a capability of one of my friend's friends to text them something mean or start it also is the beginning of cyberbullying and I know we can't keep them in a bubble but in terms of social media and phones I am keeping them in a bubble and there is no my husband said you know if they swim or they they you know if they're away from us I want them to have a phone so I can reach them and I get that, but I don't think they need social media before, honestly, 16, but I know that's ridiculous and it'll be hard to keep them away. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you and I'd love to hear what I li- what our listeners have to say. Would you let your kids use the new Facebook kid app? I'm curious. Let's hear uh, their opinions. I'll post it on our Cold Coffee Show Facebook mm-hmm. page. But um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, topic and an interesting debate. Um, speaking of social media, we have another topic to discuss today. But before we get into that, you guys, the holidays are almost here. And if you haven't gotten your gifts, we have um, a great option for you. Have you taken advantage of the Create Photo Calendars yet? Um, you guys, you can make and upload your photos from your computer, your phone, your Instagram account, and you can choose from a variety of page layouts. You can add your birthdays or personal events, uh, make your own calendar for anyone for a gift. They're top quality and they print and ship within 48 hours. So if you are struggling to get a gift for someone that's just so hard to buy for, or a grandmother or a friend or a sister or a godmother, uh, simply go to createphotocalendars.com, create your calendar and save up to 55% off. Use coupon code POP. Podcast during checkout. Once again, create photocalendars.com and use promo podcast during checkout to save up to 
55%. This coupon is good only until the end of 2017. So make sure you take advantage of it. That's um, a really good even, Christmas gift as well. I think, I think right? so too. I'm, I'm actually going to do one today for my mom. I think oh. I wasn't going to do it cause I didn't have a lot of time, but I have some time today. So I think I'm going to do one for That's my mom. So okay. thanks. Create photocalendars.com for working with us. We really appreciate you. So, um, are we going to talk about, uh, what, (laughs) are we going to talk about the elephant in the room or (laughs) not? I don't know. So I haven't really shared this on our cold coffee show page because I don't want to deal with it. Really? I should. I will. I will. Okay. So here's the deal, you guys. So last week, my daughter made the honor roll again. I'm so proud of her straight A's. She worked so hard. I go to all her assemblies. She's one best artist, most cooperative. I go to every dance recital. I do all, you know, you know me, I'm involved. I go to all of, like you, you volunteer for cooking. I volunteer and do Meet the Masters. It's an art project we do every week, I mean, every month in my daughter's classroom. Um, And she had her honor roll assembly and my husband had been gone for almost 10 days and she had been really bad with her tantrums and, you know, we are going through some stuff with her. And, um, I had a heat game that night. So I had like a 15 hour work day ahead of me and we are getting ready, rushing. I got up at five that morning because I had a ton of work. I had a sponsored blog post due and I wanted to make her a celebratory breakfast. So I made her homemade pancakes that nice. morning, like literally homemade, like buttermilk pancakes to celebrate with sprinkles. Uh-huh. I was so proud of her honor roll. And I said to Bob, you know, I just, I really feel like I, I can't go. I need to run. I need to clear my head. I need to meditate. I feel like my anxiety is getting really bad. Um, would it be bad if I miss it? I'm feeling really guilty. If I just go for a run instead of going to our honor roll, could you and my mom go in my place? And he was like, no, if you need to do that, do that. So I wrote a post about it and I almost shared it on my Facebook page, but I didn't because I knew people were going to think I was selfish. I knew that I was making a selfish decision, uh, but I didn't care because I never show up for myself, Tova. I always put everyone else first. So for the first time in 42 years, I finally said, you know what? I go to all of her assemblies. I do everything. It's okay to not show up just one time. It's okay. So I went for a run. And when I was at the run, I was with uh, this guy that I work out with in the park. And he's like, you know, you could probably still go and make it because I was feeling a little bit guilty. And I'm like, no, I finally am doing something for myself. I'm not going to go. I'm going to stand up for myself. So, um, a few, so the next day at school, people are like, why didn't you go? Why didn't you go to the assembly? I'm, I felt so bad that you missed such a great accomplishment. Like three moms said it to me and I lied. <laughs> Tova, I lied. I said, oh, I had to work. And they're like, oh, I figured it was something like that. Tova, I felt oh, I guilt and shame. Yeah. I felt guilt and shame because I did something for myself and I was lying about it, much like with your perfect selfie where you were putting filters on it and you felt like you were lying to your audience about how you really looked. I was lying to my friends and I actually thought about your perfect selfie post when I decided to post it. Um, So I decided that my truth is that I needed one hour to myself. Yes, I'm banging my desk. So I decided to post it despite the fact that I knew the butterflies in my stomach knew that I was going to get hammered online, but I didn't care. Because I was going to stand up for myself and own my truth for the first time in my life. And I posted it on social media and you can tell everybody what happened next. Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, you should tell them what happened next. But I have to stop for a minute. Hang on. Because you can probably imagine what happened next. Like all hell broke loose. But let's go. We'll go to that in a minute. For me, even just listen to you now, what what upsets me more than anything is how many... um, 
not excuses in the lame kind of way, but like reasons and excuses and justifications we need to give ourselves, right, to make it okay, right, to to take an hour off, to not make it to the, you know, assembly or rehearsal or recital or whatever it is, you know, it, you have right. to be, oh my God, uh, half dying. You have to like be overworked and like you're literally, you know, you can't take it anymore. Your husband needs to be away. It needs to be right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I personally think if you needed an hour away, just because you fancied, I was about to say something else that starts with F, <laughs> but just because you <laughs> fancied an hour away, then you do that. I do not understand why it needs to be such a big deal. And I get it. I get it. People are coming on board the whole me time and something for me and like a me day. They're coming on board, but they're only coming on board to the extent when it's really justified. Do you know what? You want to like if yeah, yeah. Because like if I work, yeah, okay, then so, that's okay. So, right. If I yeah. work, then that's okay. Yeah. But because I needed to run. So here's what happened. So a friend of mine that's a blogger that writes for the website Babbel, she thought it was selfish. And then she read the post and she thought about it. And she's like, you know what? I need to do this more too. I don't need to go to every school activity. Thank you. So she wrote a post about it. But of course the headline is mom chooses gym over daughters on a roll assembly. Which is clickbait. Sorry, but I have to say that. That's called clickbait. And by the way, (laughs) I, I have actually emailed lots of publications. I don't, I don't own a gym membership. I can't afford a gym membership. I pay for dance lessons and piano lessons, and that is my gym money. Okay, so so many things, obviously, this whole... First of all, I'm really sorry that was your week, and I know what it's like when people uh, make really mean comments about you on the internet. I've had a few Right, of those. I know you so, know Yeah, that. so I, I, know know, you know I know what that's like. Um, so there's a lot of stuff here, right? There's the whole online right. bullying and people just minding their own business. I mean, I feel like if you have an opinion that contradicts somebody else, his opinion that's fair enough you know and if you want to say that that's also fair enough but there's no reason to get personal and tell a person that they're this or that or that you wish they were dead or or i've you know comments like your kids are going to go to therapy i'm sure you got that your yes poor kids, i got loads of comments oh, like why don't you take that services. money from the gym yeah. yeah why don't you take that money from the gym <laughs> membership to pay yeah. for your daughter's therapy I, my favorite is um hey listen don't get mad on the day of your funeral when your kids go to get a man yeah, and yeah, yeah, because yeah. hey they need that me time Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the thing is, um, what makes me sad more than anything is that I bet 95% of the people who wrote those comments probably really need a day off themselves. They probably or therapy themselves. I don't know, but I'm sh- I'm pretty sure they're hardworking. I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing there were some moms there as well, not just uh, dads. Although w- were there main- mainly dads, or was it sort of a half and half, or what was it? I don't know. I mean, my husband went. I and I was a lot of moms and dads went. No, um, no, no. I mean the comments. Oh. The comments. Were oh, they... the comments were mostly women. I've had a lot right. of men coming over to my page just calling me horrible names, yeah. but. Um, but here's, my point is, like, I, I don't, okay, I don't really know many moms out there who are not hardworking. I think, uh, you know, I know that's a generalization, but I, you know, I'd like to believe most, you know, most moms love their kids and do as much as they can for their children. And we all have our different, you know, uh, what we can do and what our circumstances are. But my point is that most moms that I know are very hardworking, and most of them could really use a day off. And I think like if most of those people who wrote those comments and got really nasty and cross with you actually took a moment and took a breath and thought about it for a minute, they'd go, actually, I would really like to have an hour to myself. And maybe I should allow that to myself. Like maybe I'm getting really annoyed now because 
I don't really allow myself to take that time off and it's annoying me that somebody else is and she's selfish and that's horrible and uh, my way is the best way. But actually she collapses in the evening shattered and crushed because she just hasn't had a moment to herself in God knows how long. And I really, really hope that you know, there were, and I'm sure there were, Kristen, enough people out there who read your message and thought, actually, yes, actually, yes. And you know thank what I you, did? I got, a, I got a Facebook message from a woman and I'm telling you this one, <laughs> ma- one the, I have a response to all this, but this one woman made this all worthwhile. She messaged me, Kristen, I'm in my bathroom sobbing, reading your post. I feel like I've lost myself. I never take an hour for myself. I feel like I have to be everything for everyone and I'm not doing anything for myself. And I literally just lock myself in the bathroom with my calendar and I'm canceling all my daughter's classes that I go to and I need to make time for me. Thank you. Amazing. And I was like, and, sh- and she messaged me today how good she feels. So oh. if this post helped one person, exactly. it was worth all the backlash. I will say this. I feel no regret or remorse in missing her performance. I mean, missing her assembly. And I feel no remorse in posting this on social media. My goal and the reason why I posted it and why people are asking me, why did you even post it if you don't want to be judged, is to inspire women that it's okay to say no to your kids every once in a while and yes to yourself. It's okay to stand up for yourself. It's okay to show up for yourself. And it's okay to do whatever you need to do for yourself without worrying about what any other person thinks. All that matters is that you take care of yourself because we matter. I matter, you matter, we all matter. So that's why I posted it. And to all of the people that are saying negative things about me, I guarantee you their issue has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. I'm not going to comment on them because I don't want to get dragged into name calling and get, you know, get into that. But I will say this, um, before you judge others, make sure you're perfect. And that's it. Yeah, which let's face it, nobody is. I don't think. Exactly. I think, no, but I think, I honestly think like behind all the anger, there's a lot of pain. That's how I think in general, you know, like when you hear, I remember uh, earlier on when uh, my page was smaller and like I was still responding to negative, I don't anymore. Like I totally disengage. Like I don't even, I don't even ban people or block them. I just completely ignore it and then it goes away but like when people were you know saying stuff I was trying to have a conversation with them and sometimes sometimes it kind of suddenly came out you know that they were actually like in pain and I know that sounds like a cliche and I but I but I I know what it's like to use anger when you're actually suffering, you know what I mean? It's a mechanism. I've done it, you know, there's, we do it. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to, it's, it's not that it's easier, but it's less vulnerable to be angry than it is to, to show, you know, hurt and like to show, I mean, you know what I mean? And so I am able to look at the negative comments. Like obviously some of them hurt and they hit you on a personal level. But yeah. I told you this before. One of But that I... can never really be personal because they don't know you. Exactly. That's my point. So that's so I, and I've told you guys all about this book, The Four Agreements. And one of the things in the four one of the four agreements is never take anything personally. And so I'm trying not to take it yeah. personally and I'm trying to see everyone's pain. And when I read the comments, like my mom never went to my chorus concert, she's gonna remember this forever. She's not worried about my daughter. She's yeah. worried about herself and what her mom did to her. So people are seeing themselves. Yeah, they're themselves. projecting. It's a and my point, they're projecting yeah. their issues. And I feel really sad that so many women have so much hurt in them. And mm-hmm. I do. I feel compassion for the people that are writing negative things yeah. to me. And I use this as a teachable moment. And I'd like to uh, go full circle here and kind of tie this up with a ribbon and say, this is the reason why the Facebook app 
is not a good thing for me because <laughs> I did read yeah. these comments, even some of the nasty ones to my kids. And I showed them how people were mad at me. And Lila said to me, mom, why are people mad at you if I don't even care? You go to everything. You, you take me to the book fair. You go to every single thing for me. Why would anyone be mad that you missed one thing? Yeah. And I said, that's exactly. And I said, see all these negative things. And when she read the things people were saying about me, she cried. And she's like, I'm really sad that people think this about you. I'm like, but Lila, that's the point. It doesn't matter what any of these people think. I don't care because I know that you love me and daddy loves me and I love me. And that's all that matters. So if you, I told them, if you ever want to do something in your life and people think you shouldn't, don't listen to them, follow your heart and do what you need to do for you. So this was a great teachable moment. They learned all about kindness, compassion. They understand now what it means to judge someone. And they know now why they can't go on social media because there are mean people out there that comment just for the sake of hurting you because they hurt. And this is why I won't do the Facebook app because, and they don't want it because now they see what's out there. So there's a gift in everything. And um, I know you deal with this all the time, Tova, but I really, really think that this was an awesome teachable moment for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and my husband was like, so next time, you know, you knew that this was going to get backlash and you posted it anyway. Mm -hmm. So next time, are you not going to post it? And I said, no, I feel like I'm on a crusade now. Mm -hmm. Like I've gotten a taste of putting my opinions out there and not caring what people think. Think, and it feels liberating. I feel like I shed, like I'm a snake. I shed a skin yesterday <laughs> and I didn't even care. And you know what? Sure. It hurts a little bit to read those things, but I'm going to keep shedding those layers and I'm going to keep sticking up for all women because we all need to stand up for ourselves. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being um, worried about what other people think. I need to worry about what I think. So nope, this is just the beginning folks. So <laughs> Put on your seatbelts and get ready for the ride. <laughs> wow. I'm scared now. <laughs> Actually worried and scared. What's coming You've up? You've unleashed a monster <laughs> exactly. in me, Tova. Exactly. My God, I love it. No, I really, really love it. And I, I am, I'm rooting for you. And I know that, you know, you were just being your, you know, yourself and, and people have an issue with that. Like what, polit- what is politically correct? Like, you know, people want to hear what is acceptable. They don't want to hear stuff that's, that's going to make them feel uncomfortable. Cause you know, there's a lot of emotions that are uncomfortable to admit, you know, when people come out and say, I'm feeling like this, or I'm feeling like that. And it's not, do you know what I mean? It's not something that's talked about, then it makes people feel uncomfortable. They don't know if it's okay to kind of like say, actually, I have those moments as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I had like a moment like that this week. Um, it's weird. I really do feel like me and you, we're connected somehow. So something we are, no, I really do. No, we are. And, um, I don't know. We were, I don't know what it was. And I was talking to Mike and I said to him, I suddenly had this moment that I realized I, I really want, um, I feel like since becoming a mom, I'm living my life sometimes through my kids. Like, I don't know if that, if you can relate to that, right? Uh Like, which sounds so cliche and it's so pathetic and it's like, oh, I never, I was never going to be that mom. I was never going to be that woman. But I, I, I suddenly realized literally this week while standing in my kitchen that I, I'm kind of living through my kids now. It's almost like I lived till I was 35 when I had my first baby. And since then, I've stopped living my life. I'm now living their life in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? So it's is that all a about, good thing or a bad thing? Well, the thing is like up till literally this week, I thought it was just the normal thing. It's what you're supposed to do. It's just how life is. 
But this week I had a, and, and, and any under other alternative seemed very scary or even like unheard of because it automatically linked in my mind to being selfish, to being not a, not, you know, not a loving parent to being like, you know, uh, do you get what I'm saying? Like all these negative things. So the alternative just was never something I was considering. And then this week it just hit me. I went, no, this is absurd. This is actually absurd. I have one life, one life and this is it. And this is my life. It's not their life. They're going to grow up and live their lives. Do you know what I mean? And, and by the way, the reason why I didn't mean to say this today, but the reason I said it was because this, what this other woman told you, like they'll go to therapy or whatever, they'll blame you. I can't remember what it was exactly that you said. And I thought, but the thing is, so once I used to think, oh God, if I didn't do this or I didn't do that, my kids will need therapy when they're older. They'll blame me for stuff. I actually don't really care anymore. Like I don't care well, if they listen, do, no, but not like in a are. mean way, wait, but not even in a, I know they are, but not even in a mean way, in a way like I'm, <laughs> right. I'm do, I'm going to do honestly what I think is best and I am going to do my best, but at the same time. I want to live my life. This is my life. Exactly. And if and they, when th- they grow up, then want to spend their life blaming their mom for whatever stuff's, you know, going on, that's fine. That's their choice. They can do that. But I'm not going to, I'm really not going to worry about that anymore. And that was a no. massive, massive kind it's of moment. It's a huge breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <Thank you. laughs> it's true because we can't, a lot of people, um, you know, they plan their whole lives around their kids. And did your mom do that? I'm guessing yes. no. Yes. She did? Yeah, my I mom think, didn't. Well, when, she, when, when mom, we were like, little, I'd say so. I'd say so. But you know what somebody told me this week? This is very interesting, Kristen. When you get to that point, right, that realization of you want to live your own life, there are two ways of doing it. There probably are a million ways. of Like, let's look at the two sort of, you know, you either feel mm-hmm. like you have to run, run in order to do that, which I think is what my mom did right? So she had to run. Do you get what I'm saying when I'm saying right. run? Yeah like, yeah. yeah. like leave, like move to another country. It's kind of like what she did, right? So, and a lot of people do that because that's what they feel. Right. Or you somehow find a way to do it in the life that you're living and you don't run. And that is a really hard challenge. Do you get what I'm saying? If I decided I now to move uh, to a different country and just leave everything, just go. So I, do you get what I'm saying? But then I'm leaving behind so many things that I do love and I do want to be part of blah, blah, blah. It's finding yourself like you're in your, in your, in your life that I think is a real challenge. So, so hard, you know, and not feeling like you have to run. And it brings us back to what we talked about at the beginning, not having to be sick or half dead to not have to do the things that you don't want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does make sense. And that's why... So first of all, back to your realization about how this is your life. That's how I've been feeling since I turned 40. It took me 40 years to get to that point. But once I hit 40, I realized this is my life. And that's why my website tagline is be who you want to be because I'm finally learning that this is my life and I want to live it how I want to live it. And I'm rediscovering that. Isn't 42 an amazing age? <laughs> it is. I love 42. 42 <laughs> this year was the year. Yes. The, I call it the year of Tova oh. because I feel like I'm like more brazen now because I've met you and I'm realizing it's okay to be who you want to be. So you've helped me so much, but no, you're finally at this realization. But see, my mom didn't live her life for us. Like on the weekend, she cut hair. I went with her to do hair. 
I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. I did what my mom wanted me to do on the, in the summers. We didn't ask the kids where they wanted to go for vacation. They didn't ask me where I wanted to go. We went to her hometown for a month in Michigan mm-hmm. in Detroit and just hung out with cousins. Like I didn't get to choose. It was her life and I was a part of it. Yeah. So I, I feel like once you become a parent, you kind of relive your childhood through yeah. your kids and all the things that maybe you didn't get to do, you do more with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing that for the first seven years. But then like last year, I was like, you know what? They're my kids. They can do what I need to do. And so I, since all of this stuff blew up and like I've been getting all these negative comments and you know, I told my kids about it. My kids have been so awesome, Tova. My uh. daughter folded all the laundry for me last night without <laughs> me asking. I was like, who are you? And can I have you here every day? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Do we have time to talk about yeah, uh, yeah. the let's, holidays? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So this is right. our last last show for a few weeks until we come back in the new year. Uh, and uh, Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah is coming up. And we thought we'd talk about um, holiday traditions. And, and, yes. and did you have any interesting holiday traditions? Ours well, we re- do. Ours revolved around food. I just want to point that out. I don't know if, if you So <laughs> ours is, well, we always put our Christmas... Christmas tree up like the day after Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. we have a fake tree here in Miami. Trees die <laughs> after like two oh, no. weeks. So we do the fake tree. Um, so we always put the Christmas tree up the day up. We do the stupid elf, which I wish I hadn't started, but we do what the elf the, on the shelf. What is the deal with the elf on the shelf? Because I don't do it so and the, I know everybody so hates the, it. I'm like, why are they doing it then? If everybody so hates it. it was a really good idea when Lila was three. It was mm-hmm. cute. So you have this elf and it comes to watch the kids. It's basically you're ah. bribing your kids to be good. <laughs> And if the and if the and if the elf uh, if you're bad, the elf flies to the North Pole every night and reports to Santa how you act, and then you move it every night. It comes back in a new position. So some parents take it to the next level and like do massive creations. Mine just hides in funny places, like on the toilet or in their room or something. Mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, one time it took a bubble bath in uh, in a in a some packing peanuts in their sink with Snow White and that he was having an orgy with all the Barbies. No. I had all the Barbies naked. Did you actually say that? No. No, I didn't say it, but I, I mean, I mean, my husband in your knew what mind, I was in doing. In your mind, that's what was going um, on. But hilarious. yeah, so we do the elf and the only other tradition we have is we watch Christmas Vacation. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Mm. Um, it's on hysterical. Christmas Eve? I don't let... The, when? No, with, not with the kids. Like my husband and I watch it as date night and the kids love the Santa Claus. That's our movie. They don't like elf that much, but they love the Santa Claus with Tim Allen ah. and we watch that over and over. But the, we don't really have a... A ton of traditions. I mean, it's sad. It doesn't feel like Christmas down here. I mean, it's 80 degrees. They're still swimming in the pool every day. It doesn't feel Christmassy. You know what I mean? So we don't, we don't have the chance to like cultivate, like we don't make snow angels and build snowmen on Christmas day. I mean, it's Miami. We go to the beach and we draw like Christmas trees (laughs) in the sand, but that's about it. What about you? Do you have any special holiday traditions? Yeah. So, uh, growing up, we didn't do Christmas because I grew up in Israel and we, you know, it's not, no, nobody does serve Christmas in Israel. Um, and, but since I've been here, actually since having kids, we, we do Christmas day and we have friends over for lunch and whatnot. And last year was the first time we got a tree up, which was fine. But what I really, I really like this time of year because I just find it really magical. Maybe it's because I didn't grow up having Christmas. So for me, like having, 
you know, seeing all the decorations and the lights. I see a bit of glitter and I'm like, I get all excited. So I love that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, where we live, it's kind of like a suburb. So there, there aren't much decoration. Like people don't decorate their houses so much. So I did make a plan to go into town with a friend, literally just to look at the Christmas lights. Um, but what we normally do... Aww. Yeah, Christmas Eve, we'll, again, watch a film, stuff our faces with chocolate. Uh, And this year, we actually are going to give the kids a box, like, in the evening to open. Normally, we don't, but, like, it has just, like, little little stuff. And then... uh, And then... Christmas Day involves a lot of alcohol. I liked it when I went to... <laughs> no, it does. I liked it when I went to some family in Devon and they start their day with a cup of coffee and a splash of Baileys in it. And it is so nice. Oh, Baileys? Like yes. the Okay. Instead, yeah, of, instead of coffee cream, like instead of milk, you put Baileys in. Mm. Mm, I'm telling you, it's so good. I could use that today. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so... By the way, Baileys and cognac, very nice. Very nice indeed. So mm. yeah. So after that, there you know, there's basically a, a day, a marathon of food and alcohol. I feel like food is a big tradition. Just eating, eating in general. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess we do have the tradition. I make these reindeer cookies. I'll send you. They're so cute. Um, <laughs> I make like cookies in the shape of reindeers, and we do make these. Wait, snowball you're sending cookies. me the cookies or the recipe? No, I'll send you the recipe. It's the really easy. Not no, no, be no. Oh, okay. You can do it. It's actually a <laughs> package of Betty it. Crocker sugar cookie mix, <laughs> and you just make the sugar cookies and then when they come out of the oven you put um chocolate covered pretzels as their antlers oh. on the cookie oh. and it melts into it and then i put you can frost them or not frost them and then i put two like little mini brown eyes and a red m&m is the nose and then the cookie looks like i mean it's so easy the kids <clears throat> make them i don't even make them and they look like reindeers the kids love them so we do that each year and we make these snowball cookies they're like russian tea cakes they're my mother-in-law's favorite and my mom made them every year so we bake and uh, i guess we do that that's a tradition i love see, to bake this- this type of conversation, and by the way, it's not meant to make you feel bad because I think you're awesome that you do this, but this makes me feel bad like for my kids because I'm thinking, honestly, they have such low standards. Really, really. Like, you know, they're just used to such low standards and they don't even know it. Like, they don't realize. When well, no, I, but you're not, I but you're the them, norm. Like, I made them uh, pancakes this morning. So once in a blue moon, I'll go, right, let's make pancakes. I'm pretty sure my pancakes are crazy. Crap. Really, Kristen, I'm sure they are because I don't like recipes. I just shove everything in, mix it all up, and something comes out. And they just sit there, bless their little souls, eating their pancakes so happy. And I think, like, if they ever came to your house for a week, I'd be, I'd be basically, they would never eat anything well, I that have, I made for them. It's so I funny. just had, um, I, so I just Facebook messaged you the reindeer cookie. So okay. if you want to look at it while we're talking, it's really <laughs> wow. cute. But they're very easy. But I have a nephew and his mom doesn't cook. She's an interior decorator. She's a model. Mm-hmm. And um, she I don't think she's ever baked in her life. So he loves to come stay with me. Um, and, or, <laughs> exactly. and, we always, and, and we always bake together. But there's lots of people that don't bake. So I'm the aunt that likes to bake. So I like to do the homey, crafty stuff, you it's know, awesome. whatever. We all have our own, we all have our things we love to do. Exactly. Um, I'm sure your kids are going to be way more laid back and not have OCD like my kids will because of my, <laughs> my issues. <laughs> But we would love to hear your holiday traditions as the holidays are quickly approaching. So again, on our Cold Coffee Show page, we will ask the question this week. Uh, would you let your kids use the app, Facebook Messenger? And also, what are your holiday tra- traditions? We want to hear from you guys. Yes. Okay, Kristen, I think it's time to say goodbye. And now 
the end is here. I'm so sad. I'm so, I told her, I'm so sad this is our last episode. I mean, it's our last episode of this technical season. We're going to come back bigger and better and we're going to um, do it as a season, but we're just going to try to take this holiday break to figure out um, moving forward how we yeah. want to do the podcast. Which, by the way, and, that's um, something that I'm really looking forward to, just having a bit of a break, you know, when, just yes, re- when the really, kids yeah. are off. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm not looking forward to that at all, but I'm looking forward <laughs> to like, you know, being on a break, some sort of break, you know? But yeah, I, I also, um, I, I'm going to miss it, but um, I forgot what I was going to say. It wasn't important. Oh. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. But I am going to miss you. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I am going to miss you. And I really want, I don't know how, but I'm putting it into the universe because you know how I like to do that. I like to put things into the universe and see what happens. Mm. I would really like to find a way to come to London at yeah. some point in the next few months and meet you. I know we <laughs> were trying to talk at a at a conference together and I don't think that worked out. Um but I don't know. I'm hoping that with our new podcast, maybe we could come up with a sponsor that wants us to do some live videos together or I don't know. I want to I want to kind of put it out in the But can we find viewers. a sponsor that sends us somewhere that new that we've never been to? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere, I don't know. Like like, like some like some Caribbean islands yes, or something. I was going to say, but I didn't know if you if you were up for that. I would go there. Yes. yes. Yeah, I totally would. Sorry my dog's barking, you guys. I think the FedEx is here with my Amazon packages. But yes, yeah, so I'm putting it out into yeah. the universe, you guys. If so anybody if you knows are a, a way to get Tobinot. Who wants us to Oh my go god, to my dog. Sorry. <laughs> That's just hilarious. A perfect ending for the show. It's <laughs> perfect, yes. So yes, if you are an airline, a hotel chain, and you would like us to meet, we would love to work with you, Toe and you I. Can see, we are meet. very professional. Okay, <laughs> we are so professional. Okay. But I just think that there would be it would be awesome to get to meet and do this like in person. I agree. So that's my goal for the next season. So if anybody's listening and you know someone, like we're throwing it out yeah. there. Call us. Like make it happen. You know how to find us. Okay. Cool. Well, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, which is in just a couple of days. Tova. So, Thank you know, you. enjoy Thank the you. holiday and happy holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa to everyone that's listening. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. We hope you have a stress-free uh, holiday, holiday break. break with your kids. Uh, January 9th, my kids go back to school. So I will be um, happy then. Yeah. <laughs> be strong. Be strong. <laughs> yes. And I hope Santa is good to everyone. Yeah. So thank you all. You have given us a wonderful gift this year and becoming our listeners. And we're so thankful for thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Happy holidays. Bye, Kristen. Bye. Bye. Bye.